This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. That was solid. Okay. Decent. Yeah. Very decent. We'll take it. Pretty Just good. Get right into it. We will take it. Oh, we have to. I mean, unless you want to do it again. I will be done again, but just not <laughs> not at this moment. At the beginning, yes, because we can't travel back in time. Yes. Two, two, two would be a bit much to begin the show. I think. So what up, bastard? Not a lot of yeah, you know, just huge digesting all the stuff that's been happening. Yeah. You know? A lot of them are uh, fake news, I think, but uh, <clears throat> good number, good number are real. What do you yeah. think? I, but who, who knows? <clears throat> who knows anymore? Honestly, also we did have good craft craft services before the show, so we gotta we gotta we gotta thank the uh, we have full bellies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was decent. Again, we gotta say that. So we're <laughs> we're on top of our games today. But yeah, I do think that uh, you know the last couple months or whatevs uh, have certainly been interesting in the not just the political world, but you know the the world of the U.S. and. You know, we got the little rocket man doing his thing over there, uh, wanting to make peace. We've got uh, you know Stormy Daniels still still doing her thing. Uh, What's the latest on her? She's suing. Yeah, Trump, right? I, I think it got. Well, no, this the first one. I think it got delayed because of the investigation into Michael Cohen, which is the uh, it was Trump's lawyer. Who I saw, I read an article. Yes, it was actually yesterday about. He goes to, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the worst law school in America, apparently. Like, literally the worst law school in America. And like they're. A diploma mill type school? Yeah. Or? It's like, it's a 46 year old school, but apparently it's well known in lawyerly, lawyerly circles that it's like a shit show. Uh, and so he's kind of, kind of got one of those, you know, University of Sweden kind of uh, things going on there, which no, nothing against the University of Sweden. I'm sure it's really good. You still have to pass the bar, right? Yeah, right. so. you got to pass the bar. But he's essentially come from an attorney to now he's known as a fixer. So, so Michael Clayton. Yeah, whatever you're known as a fixer, I think, yeah, yeah that kind of says a lot about you there. But yeah, and then uh, time in this a little bit, but Stormy Daniels was on SNL last last night, apparently, which is kind of been, which is kind of interesting. I heard, but I did not see. So. Yeah, 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 I watched that a bit. It was yeah, good. it looks like, uh, is it uh, Baldwin who played Trump? Yeah, 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 and then Ben Ben Stiller, I think, was Michael Cohen. Stormy Daniels was actually herself, which was good. Uh, Jimmy Fallon? the hell is his name? Yeah, Fallon. He was uh, Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's-Her-Face played uh, Giuliani, the, the one who, uh, what's her name? She did Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. She she's she's done Jeff Sessions and now she did Giuliani. Are you too. serious? Yeah. She was actually <laughs> pretty good. It was pretty funny. And then the whole Giuliani thing, which is hilarious. That guy has got to be senile. He's already getting shit wrong. Like important, kind of important stuff. Well, completely contra- uh, completely contradicting stories that have been going on for months and like one night, and even having Sean Hannity try to help you. Oh. Sean Sean Hannity was desperate. It was like. So you know the president didn't know about this, right? And instead of just saying, you know, did the president know? He said, you know he didn't know. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. He was just, he was just <laughs> sort of doing his thing there. Uh, that's definitely added a lot of, uh, 
a lot of fun to the story. The thing that's not so funny is I think that the American people are so stupid. They feel sorry for Trump. He's, he's you know, it's like an abuser. He's like an Ike Turner. You're going you're <laughs> to keep going back to the guy. Because even though you see it laid out in front of you, how bad he is and all the things that he does, his approval ratings are going up. Well, they could the, only go up, really. I mean, But honestly. they shouldn't go up. They should stay where they were, down in like the upper 30s. Now he's up to like 44% approval rating. But you got to figure out the approval rating. There's going to be like a 35% that's never, ever going to change their minds. Mm-hmm. So you got that pretty much locked in. So anything you get above that is basically just people that kind of forgot what you did last week. Yeah, how, you know, are, they, so, how are they that fucking stupid? So It's, it's like a fucked up version of, of Stockholm sy- Syndrome. Or yeah. Something. It's like... This man is literally, literally has the U.S. Um, held hostage, yep. and and people are still, people still love him. Yeah, and and they're 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 crediting him. Actually, what I was reading a lot about why Kim Jong Un is doing what he's doing. I mean, there's there's a couple different things. The the shank the sanctions the sanctions the Shawshank redemption <laughs> sanctions that were applied to North uh, Korea all these years have done a lot of damage. Two, he likes being liked, I think. I don't think his dad gave a fuck. His dad didn't care. His dad just did whatever. I think Kim Jong-un kind of wants to be liked. And then number two, they have bombed all underneath their their country right now to where they have like these radioactive red zones like all over the country. So their really only choice, and plus China is putting a little bit of pressure, like, hey, okay, let's stop this now. You're, you're going to take this a little bit too, too, little too far. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, CTFD. CTFD. And so now they're like, okay, I guess we'll go ahead and play the game. And, but they're giving it all the credit to Trump, which right. what did he do other than say he's a little rocket man? Yeah. And threaten fire and fury, which nobody ever believed. So it's not like he did anything. And they're actually using it, if I read an article correctly, as, as a basis for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, yes. Well, the South Korean leader said that. Uh, was it? Oh, yeah. It, it was the South Korean leader who, thank you, South Korea, for that. It's like, gee, way to really? go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, so, but, so, I mean, in some ways, bulgogi. It, it's like, <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't know that you know, Trump is responsible, but there is was a change in tone in our participation in this uh, this discussion yeah. and that's and people are tying that change of tone into the change of position by the North Koreans and it, it's honestly this kind of stuff just comes down to like they're gonna have a dialogue and we'll see what happens because this could that's very well say. break down and the North Koreans could start be making these crazy crazy demands, and then it break, falls apart, and nothing actually happens. Well, and that's kind of what I think will go. I mean, it's, there's there's no real huge incentive as long as China is still going to going to be paying, you know, the, you know the paying, paying the bills, essentially. There's no incentive for them to do anything. Mm-hmm. And we can't force China to do jack shit on any of those issues. I mean, they're, China's building, uh, you know, missile ranges. They're building man-made islands in the ocean. They're they're doing all this kind of. They've 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 canceled all their orders of soybeans from the U.S. So the Midwest is now really going to suffer. That's a lot. A lot of that stuff's going on there. So really, all this stuff looks good on its face, but everything looks good on its well, not on Trump's face, but as far as claiming to be a billionaire and his finances, all this kind of stuff. It's the same kind of stuff. It's just going to end up. We're all going to suffer for it later. You know, like. Uh, Probably we will later after we realize he didn't cook that uh, that pulled pork very well today. <laughs> <laughs> it's spoiled, it's spoiled stuff. No, no, it's good, it's good. 
But anyway, I mean, you can see this is kind of where we're going. But the thing of it is, is that uh, the Stormy Daniels thing may end up <clears throat> being kind of one of those uh, Al Capone kind of things. <clears throat> they got him on tax Al evasion, Roker, right? maybe? Al Roker. Al Farouk Camino? <laughs> Al Farouk Camino. No, Al Capone, because he got dinged on tax evasion. It had nothing to do with all the murderers and racketeering and all the stuff that he did. I mean, it did, but it didn't. And Trump with this is actually looking like he broke campaign finance laws, which is, you know, that's what they're trying to prove. Yeah, I mean, I think it uh, wasn't Giuliani. I think his whatever statement he he made was supposed to prove that it wasn't out of uh, the campaign money, right? But it had the adverse effect and made people start thinking. Wait a minute! Yeah, eleven days before the The timing of timing of this, you know, payment and. Well, yes. Um, it is twelve thirty, people. <laughs> there will only be one doll. But also, it's just strange. I mean, not strange, but Trump has Trump has all these New York people around him. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know that to get work done in New York, you probably have to kind of have some dealings with not so great people. You got to spend some money to make some money, and some of those people are not very pleasant. Yeah, so I don't know. The whole thing is just They may not dirty. have social security numbers. <laughs> they may or may not have social security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one person who did was Babs, though. She had a social yeah. security number? I think so. Well, she, pretty sure? Yeah, she had. I'm pretty, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Or did it come Sorry. out, did social security come out after she was born? Ooh. Ooh. Let me wiki that real quick. It might be, because she's probably in the 20s. Because she was like 90-something, right? And uh, for, yeah, ninety six, ninety whatever. For those who did well, then yeah, it definitely came out. She 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 definitely born before Social Security. So nineteen thirty five. Oh, August 14, 1935. So was, was when Social Security. So she wasn't in her nineties, then. I thought she was in her nineties. That's when Social Security came out. That's when oh, Social Security. Came oh, they said that was a birthday. Yeah, uh, yeah, Barbara Bush was born in nineteen twenty five. I mean, yeah. so she yeah, she was working without a net. For uh, yeah, now at least at least there's no stability. You know, if she just would have thought ahead, she could have not spent her her twilight years in poverty. <laughs> right, she did. Well, I mean, <laughs> she probably started poverty. working at ten at ten years old, and so yeah, because that's what they did back so in those days. Probably she probably waited until Social Security started, and I'm like, Mom, Dad, I'm gonna go work in the factory now. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's that's pretty good, Barbara Bush, right there. I think. <laughs> that was you. No, it was terrible. Let's just, <laughs> just be honest. But, yeah, it is interesting though that because I thought for sure because then uh, old H H W went into the hospital a day later. He had that that broken heart syndrome, which now that's that's what they call it. It's broken heart syndrome because it happened to Carrie Fisher's mom. It's happened to a lot of people. You hear about it where uh, the a spouse dies and the other one dies soon soon after, but the motherfucker lived. It's it's just alive. to spite you, I think. I think so. I think so. He's kind of like the cock, the cockroach of all presidents. Because he, he was on our, he was on our. Um, oh yeah, our I bracket, right? I won with him that very, yeah. very that very first year. He was my, uh, you know, he was my horse there. He was your, he was your justify. <laughs> but no, he's he's still alive. So I guess he didn't love her that much. Yeah, every day, every day he doesn't die is a testament to that fact. To how much they didn't really love each other. Yeah, this yeah. is how much I don't love you, boy, Babs. I'm gonna <laughs> live one I. more day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And you look at him now. I mean, he's stuck in a chair, right? He, he's, I don't think he's getting out of that chair anytime soon. Well, it's a scooter. 
Is it so, a scooter? I thought he was in a chair. It's like a razor has, scooter? I don't think he has the ability to, op- to operate the scooter. I mean, if Stephen Hawking is able to get around using his eyes, was, I'm sure. Was able to uh, get around was using he? his eyes. What, was he using his eyes for that? He, well, I know he was using his eyes to uh, to talk, like oh. with a robot voice. And yeah. how did, his eyes? Yeah, basically the way they've got they made it so that there, there's there's camera that tracks his eye movements, and he looks at a series of looked. words. Looked at a series of words. Thanks for always <laughs> uh, correcting me, correcting my tense there. But mm-hmm. uh, so he looked at a series of words, and once once his eye focuses on that word, then the robot voice says it. Like, oh, that's weird. Forget about the fact that you don't have a parachute, like you know, something like that. Sure, I mean, if he was yeah. on a plane, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading an airplane article. <laughs> sorry, we didn't mean to, you know, tease. You are teasing, by the way. Teasing our second segment. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, well, it's, he uh, lives to tell. He lives to tell another uh, to live another day. Yeah, he, he loves to sneer he another, to day. another day. He lives to tell. What is it? He tells to live another day. He tells us all to live another day. Die another day. It's what he says to he people. Says, I'm today. Golden. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was actually he was he was a little underrated. Nice Bond. You know, that was a weird time of movie making. You know, the eighties were weird. Well, it was like nineties, wasn't it? Wasn't it I 90s thought it was guy? the late eighties when he got. Who you talking he about? might be a, a, Dalton Timothy Tim, Dalton, Sir. Timothy. Is, is he a sir? I think he's a sir. I did not know that. He's 72 years old now. Jesus. He's pretty young. Is he Is he knighted? Um, I mean, I we're, think, eff- I we're efforting this. Clearly he's... Uh, been involved I think, in it, many, would, I think it would say, say that, right? right? It just says Timothy Dalton. Then he's not a sir. Cause That's because he's Welsh. Anthony, That's, you know, he's uh, Welsh. And they don't yeah. knight Welsh people. They I'm don't. Welsh and Scottish, so I know. I so, it. yeah, so he was James Bond... From eighty six to ninety four. Okay, so eight years. How many? No, he only did like two movies. Didn't yeah, he? <laughs> yeah, he didn't do that many movies. Living Daylights and Die Another Day. Wait, di- wait, maybe Die Another Day is not. So him. Living Daylights in eighty seven. Okay. Um, wow, eighty seven. First appearance was. And they're probably like ninety one for the next one. Ninety. Huh. Seems like it's better before about four years back in those days. It took about before. Wait, did he? Did he have more than one? Yeah. I I know he had two. He had, he had two. two. Oh, License to Kill. Ugh. In eighty nine. So Living Daylights was But then how how the hell did he par parlay that into four more or five more years after the second movie? It just you he, don't, he just happened they, to be not there there, there wasn't another named. They didn't right. make another movie for another four or five That's years. That's what it is. And they said, We're gonna go another direction. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. We're gonna go not Welsh. Yeah, and, but he did look. He had, he definitely had the Bond look, for sure. But I don't think he was bad. It's just you know, it's a weird time again, like a weird time for movie making where things started getting like more real. Yeah, and there's real. like you, did you see uh, a View to a Kill? Yes, and how corny that was, and yeah. that's like that kind of went out the door with Roger Moore. Hmm. Hey, <laughs> yeah, very right? nice, very intentional nice. rhyming. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But they start getting a little more like Daniel Craig's are more sort of serious. Yeah, they're very serious. They they don't have a sense of humor anymore. And see, that's the thing. I think Timothy Dalton had a good sense of humor and does. You look at the stuff, the work he's done since he's been in that. What was he in that uh, Hot Fuzz? Fuzz, yeah. He was hilarious. That was he was the best character in that whole movie. He was. He was the best actor in that movie. Best actor. Well, there's actually some character too, but. 
No, there was a lot of people in the movie that were good, but you, so you, you look like you don't know what we're talking about there. Not, uh, uh, hot fuzz, no, I don't know what, what you're talking about. So there are three movies that are supposed to be a trilogy of some sorts, which I don't really understand how that it's goes. It's just trilogies the that they're actors. all homages. Oh, Simon, so, Simon right. Pegg. Simon Pegg, and then what's-his-face? The, the Nick Frost. Fat guy. So you got you know, Shaun of the Dead, you got Hot Fuzz, and then End of the World, or End of the End of the Universe. Oh, is that supposed shit. to be a trilogy? Yeah. Huh. It's weird. I didn't think about that. Well, it's like one's reading. a zombie movie, one's a cop movie, and one's like a doomsday movie. Right, right. But right. the third one sucked. I didn't think it was very good, but uh, Shaun of the Dead, clearly good. You know, it was okay. It was really, it was okay. I like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead was good. But see, none of those are as good as the TV movie or as the TV show Spaced, which is where Spaced. all those people got started. Oh, and yeah. That show is so much funnier and better than any of the movies they made. But we digress. We we completely digress. This the first uh, fifteen minutes of this podcast is completely from Sermon Daniels to yeah. Shaun of the Dead. And, and now, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. And I think the only thing we could do is take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back from the break. Hope you made it a good one for you yourselves as well. It's been pretty good. We, we took care of us during yeah. our break, so we, we were doing some research on different topics, not necessarily related to what we're going to talk about next, but just uh, hot topics. Hot. Hot topics, hot hot Welsh talk, definitely. <laughs> Isn't hot uh, topic a like a mall store? <laughs> Is it still? I don't think that's still around anymore, right? I don't know. Like, do they? Well, wait a minute. Do they sell like teenage girl, or were they like Spencer's? Like they sold all kinds of. Well, Spencer's that wasn't. Isn't that like a t-shirt store? Like Some a novelty, sort of, yeah, novelties. Wow, well, yeah, a lot of novelties. They got a lot of bullshit. There. So, hot topic is uh, so there's t- their tagline on the internet is pop culture and music inspired fashion. That's what it's I thought. Too long. It's too long. <laughs> so basically, you got a lot of t-shirts and posters and and stuff that's really not that cool or funny, and then you throw it in there. And well, you used to think you know. it was cool when you were when you were a kid, maybe. That's which why is kind of like I got all my Cheryl Teagues posters there. <laughs> <laughs> All one of them. But you know what else uh, we used to think were really cool as kids? What? Some Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And there aren't even Saturday morning and shows cartoons in general. I mean, I think that's the thing. We're all around the same like I liked, age. Yeah, so I liked the shows that I, that I used to like um, were Thundercats. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Silverhawk. Silverhawk. I know, I know. You lost me there. I know, I know, right? Filipino? Voltron. No, no, no. It's knockoff shit. No, it's it's by the same people who made Thundercats. But, uh... You mean the Japanese? Was it it basically Thunderbirds? (laughs) (laughs) No, Thunderbirds is a totally different show. Well, uh, you're right. (laughs) But uh, those were your faves. Those are my faves, and actually, they remade... uh, I don't know who they are, but they, or Thundercats, was uh, recently remade, like, last four or five years or whatever into obviously a newer version of the show did they? The, yeah Thundercats, Thunder, Thundercats was remade and uh, I didn't like the, yeah. the, the newer version I think the you know the older version obviously there's nostalgia uh, from, from my end um, but when you look at when you look when you look at the animation it was crap oh yeah really I mean like they're almost it's like choppy. South Parkian mm. you know stick figure movement 
Yeah. South Parkian? Did I just say South South Parkian? Parkian. South Parkian. Makes less sense enough, I guess, (laughs) in a way. But, you know, I I was... uh, There's the whole... We were talking about this earlier a little bit uh, before the show about... um, I was brought up DuckTales as a show that they've they've remade, which... I think it's pretty good in the remake, yeah, mainly because I like David Tennant, but he does a really good Scrooge McDuck with his actual Scottish accent. He's fantastic. And the humor is different. You know, it's more updated, more uh, ir- irreverent, you know, kind of, an, uh, some of it's obnoxious, but you look at the, the old DuckTales, because, so we watch the new DuckTales and watch the old DuckTales. The old DuckTales is very classic, uh, classic, uh, classic, you know, good versus evil, kind of really corny stuff going on there and the animation sucks it's like really bad uh and they have we were watching we, we actually rented a ducktales movie for uh peyton and for bubs and there was in the credits there was something called an in-betweener which i don't know we were looking at that just a couple hours i don't know what that means as far as like as far as animation goes it means in between scenes or they're doing some sort of animation on the the on the down low. I don't know what that means, but you look at computer generated stuff nowadays, and it's uh, it makes it look better. Even if they use the same lines, I would take it more seriously nowadays than I would. But I thought it was cool. It was just it was sort of disappointing to look at that and see how bad it really was. I mean, child childhood memories should just be left there. I think. <laughs> Uh, left in the brain, and don't just don't just don't go back and visit those things. Well, do you think that remaking it kind of does force you? Like a remake does force you to look back at the original version. I mean, I I wasn't going to. I didn't rent the damn movie. Claire rented the damn movie. I wasn't really interested <laughs> in looking back. But then she did. I looked. I was like, yeah. I don't know why I ever thought this was cool. Well, okay. Well, obviously you've you've grown maybe a little since then. I know, but you should still appreciate, like, even with, that, that's why I don't go cool then. That was 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 cool then, right? You, you were cool in your own mind. You know, totally nerd, obviously, not, not, not very cool. But you keep that in your mind. It's like, hey, that was cool then. Let's not go back and revisit what you know is probably not going to be cool now. Well, I call this, I don't, I, I'm just kind of coming up with this term right now, but it's kind of called like memory upscaling. Ah. Like in your mind, things were, they looked better. Because now, like when you watch a movie, like let's just say some sci-fi or action movie, there's not, there's not one thing on that screen that isn't meant to be there. You know? Right. So back in the day when you had choppy animation and little goof-ups and stuff, it, as you as time goes by, your, your memory just smooths all that shit over, right? It, it it's does, like, that yeah. was fun, and it was yeah. magical, and then you look back, on, if you look back on the original Star Wars, you can see where all the little edits were, like when right. they cut around the TIE fighters that are going off the screen and stuff, and you did not see that mentally when you saw it initially. Right. It's only now, because of things have gotten so precise on screen, that you can look back and notice all these flaws. Plus, there's people who actually look for those... Well, there's that, and, and uh, but it's it, like in your memories, though. It's just like everything was you you bought into whatever you were watching as a kid so completely that you just absorbed it almost as like raw experience, yeah. rather than just something you're watching. It's almost like this is happening to you almost. But well, and, and I think even beyond that, there is the the idea that that was an event. Like if you were going to go watch a show. 
it wasn't like you can get online and go rewatch it or watch the preview show. You'd have to wait till next week. Oh, you may only see one thing. You may see a show you really liked only once back in the day. And so that's before the for the VCR. Before, well, even yeah, even with the VCR, you still had to go to the the thing, and it was still an expense. You had to go rent. I mean, unless you're rich, I wasn't rich. No, I'm just saying, like you could you could record the show. And then you can uh, rewatch. That's it. the R and the VC. Oh uh, yeah, there's the, re- the recording. I didn't ever do a lot of that, but the uh, it's still though. I mean, a lot of people didn't do that. They right. Just sort of like it was. It was a water. Like I always go back to thinking that Mash. I don't think it's really that funny. I've seen it a couple times since like the the old days. Not watched the whole episode, but just sort of seen. It, it was like. Eh. I uh, don't really see what was so funny about it. Well, or Mash- Hill Street Blues. Like, ah, it wasn't that great. There is almost like a watershed, though, of some point. I don't, I'm, I'm just going to roughly say it was 9-11. Yeah. Where things, perceptions changed, and things started to need to be a, a little more real to kind of hit home. Dramas, whatever movies you're watching. Yeah, more of an anti-hero kind of thing going well, on Well, it's just like... Every, like, there was very little room for frivolity or just, you know, dumb stuff that you see on a lot of 80s movies. You don't get that. You don't get, like, like even in music, we don't hear, like, novelty hits yeah. so much anymore. Like, what's the last, like, novelty hit you can think of? Like, Who Let the Dogs Out or something? I mean, that was, Smack yeah, my maybe. bitch up. Smack my bitch. Could be. <laughs> no, it's true, but though. But there's, there's not a lot of fun in, yeah. like, music. I mean, there is. There is. Napster might have had something to do with that, too, because before that, you know, you you still have to go buy the music, right? Physic- You'd have to physically go physically buy it. Physically go buy it. Yeah. So there is more of an emotional connection to it. Now you can just stream it from wherever. You can get it on YouTube. People pirating stuff even now, and you can just play YouTube. Now you don't have to pay for anything. So, uh, are we saying then that that, that technological advances basically um, kind of kind of uh, makes everything that was before just really bad now? Well, I don't think it's necessarily just the animation factor of it. Like if you look at uh, Fantasia, that was pretty amazing stuff. If you look at some of the early Disney stuff, actually pretty amazing artwork. I don't know if it's that. I think more but of it's, it is... But it's, it's not fluid. I mean, you know, I mean, like, every, everything now, animated works now are, you know, very, very fluid. Before, yeah. it was still pretty choppy, you know. I think it's like the frames per second thing is what, what, what it boils well, down to. Like, I, that's the reason why I don't really watch much anime. Right. Because it is so choppy. I do realize that they are putting a lot of information on each little cell... That's been drawn. It's very complicated, so it's you know you got to reduce the amount of frames in order to make the thing. But for me, it's just kind of like a such a big like non-starter as far as you know. It's might be beautiful images, but it's so choppy that it's like mm, my interest yeah. goes down. I think maybe for me, it's more of like there was a <clears throat> pretty black and white temp- template for certain storylines. There was good and there was evil. And that's kind of what it was. And there was always the good guy, and there was the bad guy. There were simpler days. There were simpler days, <laughs> right? And and things. I think people. And I don't remember. What, I don't know what year you can point to as far as that goes. But uh, you know when that changed. But even up until like probably the early '90s, you still had movies that were kind of based and shows that were based on kind of that. This is this is good, and this is this is what evil looks like, and yeah. it's black. It's very black and white, and then. It's. I almost want to give credit to the 
the wrestling world, where you look at the the Attitude Era of WWE, which was WWF at that time, where you had the rise of like Stone Cold Steve Austin and the pop- the popularity of I think it was DX is what, is what they called them, uh, G- Generation X, and people in those it used to be the giant rivers under 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 the giant wherever they happened the foreigner happened to be. Uh, alleged foreigner it really happened to be and so there was a clear boundary and then you get into the 90s the early 90s and then like that sort of stopped and then the anti-hero started to become more popular in, in, in movie and film I think uh, it, you know so it wasn't clear it wasn't clear cut so the innocence of like the 60s 70s and the 80s 50s that ended I think I think the 1950s I, I, ideal of good and evil died in the late 80s, early 90s. So you're blaming Reagan, is what you're blaming? Maybe, maybe. I mean, he he's definitely part of it. I mean, the there that idea was in power for 12 years. A lot of people sort of forget that uh, Reagan to Bush, and even before that, you had Nixon. So you had about what do you have? Uh, Nixon uh, was way way before six, Reagan. 68. No, no. But you're talking. I'm talking about that kind of idea that kind of innocence of good and evil that they try to really sort of portray. You had 68 to 76. You had four years of a Democrat. And then you had another 12 years. So you had 20 out of 24 years wait, of this wait, weird... Wait, 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 wait. So we had... Before Reagan, we had Carter for four. For four years. Before that, we had Ford. Ford Nixon for eight, yeah. for eight years. So you had most of those 20 to 24 years based around a, a flawed ideal, at least in my mind, of an us versus them sort of mentality. and Well, the world was more polarized then. There was like, there was Russia and there was us. It's like, yeah. which one are you going to fall for? That's true. And so there was this, there was a more of a concrete good versus evil just concept in people's minds. Whereas now it's like, well, who's good, who's bad? Right. I mean, you don't everybody know. has their pluses and their minuses. Well, definitely, I uh, I would like to also con- uh, add that maybe the movie Gremlins may have something to do with it because I mean you know just don't let them get don't, just don't get them wet because otherwise they turn from good to evil right so but, uh, but did they turn totally evil or were they just kind of dicks is really what they they're were. just kind of little bastards so yeah. they, I mean like were now they... Ivan Drago on the other hand. He was he really you. evil? I don't know. He was just getting jacked up with uh, roids, right? And they were making him... He didn't seem like he really enjoyed any of that. No, and I mean... I really, think at the end, yeah. didn't he sort of like, hey, you were good or something to Rocky, kind of the thing, like, hey, you were... He sort of he acknowledged his strength or whatever the hell uh, He's you want to say. five foot five yeah. Stallone. <laughs> Is he that short? He's really short, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm five That's something five. else we don't know about. See, I never knew he was that but short. But it's fine to be short. It's just that he is portrayed as being much bigger right. in movies. So he's like a flyweight, really. He's not like a fucking heavyweight. Well, I don't know. He's, I mean, if, you, if you've seen him, like in his days when he was Rocky, that dude was stacked. But if you're 5'5", I, mean, five, I mean, come on. But they got to like maybe put him on boxes and like, <laughs> do some forced perspective, that sort of thing. Like if you watch yeah. Rocky, he's never actually hits Apollo Creed because he's... He's punching past him. Right. I'm just making that up. <laughs> well, it makes me think a little bit. So we've talked a lot about how shit has changed from the old days. But what has held up? Like, I think 2001 A Space Odyssey still holds up. 
to time. I think what that movie, I can see that being 20 years into the future easily, even though it was supposed to be 2001, so like 18 years ago. But still, the that you makes mean, sense what, to what me. Are you, but what are you referring to in terms of like special effects? In terms of the special effects, also just sort of like the climate of the time. I can, it feels to me like you know we're we've been out in the stars a bit. We're kind of used to traveling around. And, <laughs> It could be 20 years from now that, I mean, we may be a little bit behind in our, our, our mode of thinking back in those days. It should have been 2041, a space odyssey, rather than 2001, a space so odyssey. it would be interesting, since we're talking about remakes, if they remake 2001, but actually make it, maybe put it like 2041. Like yeah, make it a bit further into the like, future. Hey, we already passed 2001, space odyssey, so maybe right. let's let's rethink this. It is kind of funny, though, when it comes to those space movies. How you know the future think of the people at the time? They say, "Hey, by two thousand one, we'll be you know we'll have flying cars or whatever," which didn't right. really happen. Well, but in that in that movie, um, one thing that keeps it timeless is that they did a really great job of recreating all of the. They didn't go to the moon to fil- film this movie, right? So all the stuff that they did looked kind of futuristic. And that's that's the other thing. Things that held up Star Wars. Yeah. Not forget the story. The look of it still works. Like, I mean, if I mean, if you go back to seventy, I mean, seven seventy six, whenever they were making the movie, yeah, that you know, computers don't really look like that. Like yeah. the consoles and, the hair, and, and of stuff. course the haircuts and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that now, when you watch a, a Star Wars movie and they're still using that same sort of aesthetic, it doesn't look like it was from the seventies. It, it looks like things have kind of come full circle. Yeah, right. That, the whole Apple design of things it's kind of come full circle to Star Wars because so you look it up there and it's like it doesn't look they're trying to make it look like it did in 76 but it's like it still looks fresh you know yep I, I totally agree which is that. which is why the the three you know the three other movies that were supposed to be the prequels so, just, so disappointing co- completely did it did it, yeah. the, the the franchise a disservice because they were trying to update yeah. The look mm-hmm. they used a lot of you know all, all, all the computer well, animation. Well, and and also it really exposed George Lucas for how shitty of a fucking writer he really was. His dialogue is probably the worst of almost any movie I've ever seen. George George Lucas' dialogue is terrible. But going back briefly to two thousand one, the other thing he did really good in that movie is I can see that being early space travelers. You're dealing with gravity. Yep. You're dealing with the slowness and the quiet and the dark of space, and it doesn't seem safe. And even when he's like he's doing howl up, he's doing all that like all that fiber optic kind of looking stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is what was that I mean? Like six, 68, 69? It is amazing how forward thinking that movie really was. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, no. I, I, the, the only thing that wouldn't translate well in that movie is the when he goes into the whatever that that space time. Oh, the that, psychedelic that thing, part, yeah, that's which is 60s. was really great. <laughs> that is very sixties. Still don't really know how they did that. Yeah, back, especially with that technology that they had back then, it does look amazing. But that the need for that particular scene to look like that, uh, you don't need that now. I think they just went on some acid at the end of the film. That's there, that's like, pretty yeah. much what it was. Like, <laughs> well, I just, Kubrick's like, here's there. one for you trippers <laughs> out there. And I, they did do a sequel actually, 2010, the year I we did, made. Contact. I saw that in the theater and I hated it. It was awful. I didn't hate it, but it's. Disappointing. It, it explains or tries to explain some of the mysteries in the first one, Make but it's not on the same. No. It's on the same way. It's got fucking Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider, who is just a fucking piece of leather. <laughs> that guy is just a beaten piece of leather. Well, I mean, if anything, that 2001 from 1968 kind of predicted Siri. 
Yeah, I think with hell. I mean, and with HAL, with hell, and, Night, uh, and then AI for sure. Yeah, not Alan Iverson, by the way. I didn't mean that. I know AI is right. AI, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I guess uh, if they were to remake, you know, two thousand one, let's say let's say twenty twenty, the year, you know, whatever. Yeah, twenty twenty. This another space odyssey. I probably wouldn't see it though. I I I'm, I I want to hold on to that movie because I don't think that they can one up that movie. I don't think there's any. First of all, there's no need to do it uh, because first of all, 2001's in the past. Yes. So why would you? It would have to sense. be like 3001. But the, the the outcry would probably be enough, or maybe it wouldn't. Maybe I'm overstating this, but just like I don't want. Nobody wants to see this movie. I think it would fail what? financially. Yeah. There's just a lot of shitty movies out there. You know what I mean? That's that's a fact. But I do want to say though, going back to remakes, which was original intent. <laughs> Intention for this uh, for this segment. Um, Netflix is all about remakes, right? They've been remaking yeah. everything. A lot of comic mm-hmm. book stuff, you know. Just Jessica Jones. I thought that was Fuller House. Good. Yeah, oh. but I, <laughs> but I do like I do like going back to like Saturday morning cartoons. Sorry, uh, their remake of um, of Voltron is actually is actually pretty good. Because I remember yeah, the, did and I did have to rewatch a couple of episodes on YouTube of the of the old Voltron, and I remember, how, and I now remember how corny it was. Like when yes. they were when the robot was forming, the 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 narration because of course Americans tried to narrate over a Japanese you know made made product. They're like form feet and torso, <laughs> and I'll form the head, and it's like. There's no need to do that. Why are we so, saying this? So when they when they were when they, when I watched the remake, I'm like, please do not freaking narrate your 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 sequ- your you know com- combination sequence. Do not say that you're forming the feet and legs. So I'm See, glad they didn't. That is true. They do. This is where this is where I'm just maybe a little bit older than you guys. Voltron and Thundercats and a lot of stuff was just a little past. Like I'd already been a little jaded somehow. <laughs> So those in my mind were kind of shows to sell product. Yeah, and, and sell Masters toys. Of the Universe was that. It was so. kind of a toy thing. Yeah. I remember I bought all the toys for GI for GI Joe and GI Joe goes back further than that. I mean, well, they they changed it though. They used to have the big GI Joe dolls. It was like a boy doll thing, yeah. right? And it turned into that into like you have all these characters and all these war weapons and things that you can create war with. That was more of what it was about. Well, there was an, an old show called Micronauts. That's, oh yeah, I remember the that, that, that. That's like very early in my memories, where I think a lot of this stuff sort of came from. This oh, let's make a bunch of toys, and then we'll give all these bunch of little characters, and that became sort of like the the template for GI Joe and Thundercats and He Man and all that stuff. Is like we're gonna create this little ecosystem of people and create all these little dudes, and then we're gonna sell them. And that's <laughs> right. kind of like the whole. And I, in my point, I think in my in my growing up, I'd already sort of realized, yeah, I don't really want to participate in that. Nah, no, but no, I was no, totally no. on board with Star Wars. But that was that was like the first case of of a movie trying to trying to merchandise the shit out of everything, and it worked, man. I was oh, I wanted did. I they wanted all those job. toys, but yeah. I didn't get plus them the lunchbox. I wish I had the lunchbox. There was there was so much that was actually behind that. But I I look now and I think about how the original Star Trek Trek really formulated where we go in, in the future and they there was I don't remember a whole lot of Star Trek toys it was never about oh, no, not merchandising none. with that particular vision there and lunchboxes and, and th- that was the first show in my yeah there was there were some lunchboxes but I think that that was the first six really successful um, 
a time when they were able to use. Uh, sorry, we were a little bit distracted there. Use uh, we, we the royal we we as in you know Amer- Americans. We're all use, responsible uh, for this podcast, so <laughs> where the uh, uh, syndication super successful with that show because it bred another generation, the new generation, the next generation right. of Star of Star Trek fan who watched those shows usually. At, is on about four or I think I think we talked about this before, but syn- I think syndication it, it shows that people like rewatching things. Like it's different. Like I don't I like to do that. My wife doesn't. So Claire hates re like she won't rewatch Game of Thrones even. I'll continue to go back and rewatch stuff. So I'm a syndication horror when it comes down to it. <laughs> well, do you ever watch the Star Trek animated series? Oh fuck no! I'm not that. Fuck that shit. It's yeah. but it's from like maybe the seventies. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Star Trek Scooby Doo ish. But see, they did that <laughs> after the show got canceled, right? Right. It's yeah. like a way to sort of keep alive. You should right. check it out just because it's 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 like a cartoon from the seventies. It has all the music and all the seventies style, but it's probably you've probably not seen it, right. so it kind of comes across as fresh. And but I think they have that on Netflix. Well, they did. All I know is that whether it's Netflix or Hulu Plus or Amazon Prime. If they remake Care Bears, I'm all for it. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. You're wrong, Mac. <laughs> that happens a lot around here. At least to me. <laughs> to me, you're wrong. Well, there was some post... Uh, uh, well, there was some break talk there, and uh, one of the things that came up was the old Battlestar Galactica. And uh, I'm definitely pro old-school Battlestar Galactica. Um, I can't see... Because you like uh, crap is what you essentially what you're saying. Uh, I never thought it was you know Emmy winning or it wasn't crap then. It wasn't crap then. No, it's it was one of those things. <laughs> which I you know if you were to go back and watch it, yeah, I would think it's crap. But I also thought that the new Battlestar Galactica was crap. It was See, way wow. over, way over, uh, f- fucking dramatic. They changed the characters around. It well, wasn't. One, it wasn't entertaining at all. One character became it was female. Boring. Right? Yeah, which is even more annoying because Dirk, Dirk Benedict should not be female. Hello. Come on. But she's not playing Dirk Benedict. She's playing <laughs> she's Starbuck. Trying to, she, she tried to do Starbuck with this with the whole cigar and being cocky and all that. And I'm all for, you know, strong female characters. I have no problem with that. But I don't see the point of completely changing the character and into a female when it's just not really necessary. Well, how was, necessary. how was being male essential to that particular role because i liked that show and that's, i that's liked it but that's doesn't i like that show and i didn't want to see my characters fuck you know sort of fucked with so and i watched i tried to you know claire liked likes the newer battlestar galactica and tried to get me to watch it so I watched a few episodes like yeah this is boring shit i don't want to sit here and watch this i'd rather and again Watching the old Battlestar Galactica, it was there. There was a, there was a, I had Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. There was wrestling, and then there was Battlestar. It was Buck Rogers, and then Battlestar Galactica, and then the rest of the day sucked. Well, so you're watching these TV. reruns, or because 
Well, there are reruns. I mean, we're talking about early 80s. That was they something. didn't put out, like, new shows on Saturday. I, mean, I think they did have... Maybe well, I got the, cut the tail on I don't know. I don't think it was... I think it was in the early 80s when it stopped. It was like Battlestar was a primetime show. You're talking about Battlestar. So Battlestar Galactica came out in 1978. Okay. ended after only... 24 episodes. See, oh, it so sucked. It was only, so. It's because it was terrible. Well, for a primetime show, sure, I can see that. You're not going to get a lot of adults here. So we just saw Star Wars. Why are we going to go see this? That's what the whole point of making the initial Battlestar Galactica was. We need a Star Wars-like show. Right, but you had good actors in that show. I mean, you had you had known actors. Richard in that Hatch show. was good. Dirk Benedict was good. You had uh, what's his face from Bonanza. Um, Lauren Green. Lauren Green was a really good actor. But you had all these again. That's these are all kind of like people that have come up through the the system, like and that's why like and that's why like they're on other shows. So they've learned all these sort of old '60s and '70s ways of making shows, right? And so that show is very. It's like Bonanza in space, especially what it is. Yeah. There's little things that go on, and it's all kind of crappy, and everybody's happy at the end. That's the thing. I was fine with that. In those days, I had no problem with even, uh, you know, knowing that it was... Because, again, we talked before, too. They would would just remanufacture the same scenes over and over again when it comes to the space scenes. It would just be... It's like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Was that one shot? was the Cylon that's going off to the right, and it goes pew, 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 pew. It's the same one they show him, like, 30 fucking times. Yeah, I get it. When you're seven years old or eight years old, it's like, you don't know. I, oh, I totally noticed. It was so obvious because it was the same scene over and over and, and over again. Yeah, exactly. So it's like this show really brought it. It's like, uh, okay, this is they're just recycling sci-fi f- or not, uh, uh, visual effects here. It is, but it's, it's, it's off-putting. The, the story itself, if you think about it, is actually more interesting than Star Wars itself. You got the rebel versus the, you know, the. Uh, in, Imperial, Imperial, and all that. But this is like they created the Cylons. They, it was an AI. Even though they didn't say that, you kind of knew like they had something to do with their creation. And they rebelled against them, and now they're fucking you know galactic refugees with these shitty fucking ships trying to you know stay alive. I thought that was always a better. I liked the story when I was a kid, and I liked the characters. Because I like Dirk Benedict also in A-Team, too, so I guess I just like Dirk Benedict. Here's a uh, piece of trivia that you probably didn't know about, Mac. Um, so apparently, uh, since the showrunner uh, is uh, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Son there's a bitch. lot of Mormon theology that's built into the... Uh, Incorporated into the themes and the... And that's the new fine. One or the old one? The old one, 1978. So and, Such and, as marriage for time and eternity, a council of twelve... Uh, and a plan mm, I did not know that, but magic, really, magic underwear. I didn't really care much about that. I didn't see anything religious in it, and they never they pushed were anything. Indoctrinating you then, yeah, that's <laughs> why. Work, I'm totally not a, a Mormon now. It but, didn't take. Yeah, actually, maybe more. Of <laughs> well, it, it only least. lasted twenty four episodes. So that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the new, one, the new ones are so much better. They take that central core yeah. of uh, machines that were made by humans that rebelled, and now actually are almost. Identical to humans. So did you, did you, did you watch the is the newer the mm-hmm. remake? So the Xylons or whatever. Are, so now they've evolved into human shape or something. Or? No, well, not just beyond. They've they 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 down to a cellular level. Yeah. Oh wow. So they are. That's the fundamental question of the show: is what does it mean to be human? So they're exploring a lot of things. It could be boring, <laughs> but if you don't like if you don't like nuanced drama, then okay. If you want. If you want little boxy around there running around with the little 
boy with his little bowl haircut. Sure. Oh, did you guys know this? Uh, I didn't. There's a there was a show called Caprica. Caprica? Yes. Caprica? Yeah, I think that's a spinoff. That yeah. apparently is a prequel to the reimagined Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, what a waste I of time. I tried to watch that, and I yeah. didn't get into it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think you're looking at different things. So for me, again, growing growing up, I love that show. So you can't you can't let go of your memories of that I, show to I enjoy this to. new show. And I, and I don't want to. That's what I'm saying. You just don't want yeah, to. I, I, I don't you're, want to. You're going to miss out on something that's really pretty great. No, I tried watching the new show, and I thought it was boring as shit. It's because you're comparing. It's it's not boring. It's, it gets going, man. That's what you maybe you're, just, going. You're, you're hanging on to the, to the original. Yeah, that's what I'm going to continue to do because it was a happy memory. <laughs> now, will it would it hold up today? Fuck no. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. The, I mean, the, the, all the stuff about the show is ridiculous. I get that. But those are kind of the things. It's like you, you sort of have... And, like, I, I can... I don't have to stick with Buck Rogers. But even that was kind of an entertaining show. It was mostly because of the Saturday morning thing. You know, you didn't have cartoons much. You didn't have cartoons at all until the late 80s, I think, in the evenings. Like afternoon cartoons, I don't think really existed much. Maybe on cable, maybe well, cable kind of came up with that a little bit. Like I bet on Fox Twelve on like three o'clock. Yeah, they probably had some cartoons. Yeah, well, no, they did, but that was back like in the mid '80s. I'm talking right. about the early '80s. We talk about cable coming on, and then there's not yeah. all yeah. these fucking cartoons. After on. cable, you had like shit that happened all the time. It was more and more and more. But before that, you got up and you had a schedule. And there is part of that schedule was Bugs Bunny. You know, you have some of the other shows there. I didn't really like Messi. I really just like Bugs Bunny. There was Popeye. I think there was the uh, fuck Popeye. I, it was dumb. <laughs> it was really bad. I didn't like it. I just was like, okay, I'm watching this until that. Sometimes, like right. back then, though, you'd watch something just because it was cartoons. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Not even like I remember right. watching Scooby Doo. I never liked Scooby Doo. I always thought it was fucking stupid. And but it's like, well, what else is on? Fucking Meet the Nation with. <laughs> David Brinkley, no thanks. <laughs> Face the nation. No, yeah, whatever it's called. But I think that's the thing is like, you know, there's some things that do hold up to time and some that, you know, don't. And so you just don't go back because it's better not to because you're just going to be disappointed. You know, I think that's that's kind of thing for me. Well, let me uh, flip the tables a little bit here. For what sure. show or movie from way back when would you like to see a remake of? Oh, yeah. Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I think I brought up Thundar the Barbarian before. <laughs> yeah. As, again, that was something that was, I remember liking, and I've found out as an adult that maybe other people also watched it. But that one could have some some interesting stuff in it, because it's sort of like in a post, I don't know, the moon is broken in that fucking show. Remember yeah. that? The yeah. The in pieces? Yeah, it is a and weird thing. So I kind of dug that part. Um, I don't, I mean, obviously it's way past my ideal age range but that could be could be a good one if they remade it made it a little more intense or yeah i i think for a prime a prime time show i think one that would be good to bring back would be uh quantum leap actually oh yeah and that's a it's a late it's a uh, mid to late 80s kind of show. it was or maybe it was late mid like 88 87 maybe to like 91 ish i didn't watch it because i didn't really like 
Scott Dacula very much. Well, I didn't really either, but I liked the whole premise of, of, of the show. I thought the story was good. Yeah, he kind of got on my nerves. He kind of reminded me of like a fucking like golden... No, he reminds me <laughs> of a golden retriever is what he reminds me of. 89 <laughs> to 93. And yeah, he's um, he does kind of remind me of a golden retriever Yeah, he's well. just he's very sweet and kind of obnoxious. I think they can turn it... I think they can do an upgrade on that and make it really good. It well, put it, put it, that show needed a bit of an edge. So you're, you're, you want it reimagined like Doctor Who got sort of redone, no, right? No, not even necessarily that. I'm talking more of like a, not just some sappy fucking so asshole. Here's how they could and make... And give him some real storylines that are kind of test a character who doesn't have like a clear good and evil boundary kind of thing. So the, the basic the premise for Quantum Leap is to kind of make... Um, corrections to the history, right? So instead of somebody dying, right, the person lived. Was that? I, you know, I never even watched that show. Is that what? Or happened? not necessarily just lived. Just like he was, re- he was writing wrongs. Or they made yeah, exactly. So they made uh, the right, the wrong decision. Then, so now they're making the right, right. decision. So there's whole. It, was you know, all, it felt like a lot of lecturing sometimes, like uh, going back in history. Yeah, this sucked back then, but he's going to go back and sort of write some of these wrongs that so, in history. And I think there's. Um, there's another. There's a new show right now. I think it's called Timeless or something like that, where they do have like these people that go back in history to correct shit as well. Yeah. But here's how you can make Quantum Leap dark: is yes. if like, all right, so instead of living, now that person's gonna die. Well, <laughs> I don't know. About instead that. of making the good decision, they're gonna make the bad decision. I, I just think you send a Tom Cruise film. Is it? Oh, Minority Report. Oh, Minority no, no, Report. No, 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 no. He, he, goes, right, he goes into battle, he dies every day, and he wakes up. Oh, and he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, sort yeah. of like, this is like Happy Death Day. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like the opposite of Groundhog Day. Right, right, so. right. I think it would be better for the, uh, for, the for the Quantum Leap to be, look, this guy created this. He was part of creating this. He's got Al still. There's going to be an Al, essentially. Maybe not with the... Re- ridiculous act, uh, outfits that he had and for the cigar. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what got, made the show great. You got, got the Scott Bakula guy be more of like, okay, I'm a scientist, I did this, but he's kind of like, he's not um, in tune with his good side. And so he's doing this because he wants, it's more about the research part of it and he sort of ends up getting stuck here. And so now... Which is part of the show, but he's not a good guy. This is more of the anti-hero kind of guy. He's like, well, I did this because I wanted this for myself. I'm selfish about it. Or and I don't, I don't want to interfere in this if I don't have to. But then he got you know, over the course of the show. There's sometimes he has to make bad choices, and sometimes he has to make good choices. But it's not based on the whole black and white, good and evil thing. Like nice, sweet guy. Oh, I have to do this. Oh, shucks. It's like, well, shit, I got to do this. So instead of instead of you know the the science the scientists who wanted to do this, maybe it's just to somebody help just, humanity or something who just like happened that. to be walking by the lab and they could also up be that and, too, yeah. And then so yeah. this is Futurama now. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. <laughs> Uh, I would like to. I, I would. I would like to. I, I would. I would like to see a remake, uh, a refresh version of Quantum Leap. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I think we have the technology now. Like give it, it give right. it a season. Give it a Netflix season. Thirteen episodes. See Amazon, whatever it happens to be, and that's another thing that's really amazing. Just I think we, we need to wrap this up. But looking at the the mediums that are out there, like Netflix when it first started, did you think they were going to start making shows? Mm, Do you think no. Amazon Prime is going to start? They've done an excellent job and have really good stuff actually out there. And they've got really good actors and actresses that have totally created another medium that. I think is even better. 
than the than the whole TV show because you can watch it all at once. That's the thing that I like. You can binge it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, good, good stuff. Well, for the listener uh, who's uh, out there, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> what what movie or TV would you like to have remade into into the now? Commando. Maybe, oh wait, maybe give it give it a fresh take. We'd love to hear from you. I'd like to see six million million dollar man or six million dollars, six million dollars. Like six now, million dollars. Now he's got like an artificial <laughs> finger. <laughs> I can move my finger. I got this. <laughs> Good night.